This episode of the OP Radio Podcast, sponsored by VinceroWatches.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O, VinceroWatches.com. Right now, 15% off your entire order, and they cover shipping. Use the promo code OP, O-P-I-E. And now on with the show. Hey, brother man, brother man, what's going on? What's up with that brother man, brother man? How were the raviolis on Friday night? <laughs> I like that. That's a good place to start. So the last, wow, the last live stream I did was Friday night. And uh, we were making raviolis, but our stupid supermarket that's run by people that could very easily have the coronavirus, if you know what I'm talking about. Uh, they didn't carry raviolis. Well, they had gluten-free raviolis, so then we had to go with uh, that damn tortellini, and I hate tortellini, and it came out shitty, and the kids were bummed. We all were bummed, so I had to make my kids some shitty uh, mac and cheese and call it a night, unfortunately, so I still owe them the the, uh, raviolis. You got to go cheese, right? Oh, thanks, D. Great podcast with Sue Costello today. I really appreciate that. She is uh, a live wire, to say the least. She's got a crazy-ass laugh that drove a lot of people nuts, I saw, as I was looking at some feedback on today's podcast. But there were there were definitely a lot of laughs in there. Yeah, there you go. Jeremy says that laugh. Yes. Uh, Wayne Boo Atkins, you liked it? Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Are you watching uh, Pandemic on Netflix? I am not. I watched uh, Mystify, the documentary on Michael Hutchins, uh, lead singer of In Excess. Man, what another fucking tragic story. But the documentary was well, well done. I, uh, I'm not ashamed to admit that I was a bit of an In Excess fan. And uh, they had a lot of really, really good songs. But uh, Michael Hutchins goes out at the age of 37, leaves pretty much a newborn daughter behind. You know the deal. He hung himself. I think he was whacking off as he was hanging himself, but uh, it's pretty evident that he tried to kill himself. He was deeply depressed at the age of 37 years old, which is unbelievable. Uh, But the documentary itself was really good. Michael Hutchins, it turns out that I didn't know this part of the story because he kept it from everybody, but he got in a confrontation with a, a cab driver. He was like eating pizza or something in the middle of the street with that supermodel. Uh, the supermodel from Wicked Games, the Chris Isaac video. Anyway, they're together. They're eating pizza. He's eating his pizza in the middle of the street, I do believe. Cabby gets pissed off. There's a confrontation. And uh, the cabby gave him a really nice shot. Michael Hutchins goes down, hits his head really, really bad. And he had major brain damage from, from this, uh, this episode that he didn't really tell uh, many people about. It came out in the documentary. And it turned out it affected his, uh, his taste and his smell. And they said, if you don't have taste or smell, uh, it'll drive you absolutely insane. I did not know that. And then the depression kicked in. And then in excess isn't as big as they used to be. And then he's with that wild woman that used to be married to Bob Geldof who wrote that dumb school shooting song called I Don't Like Mondays. 
when he was with the band uh, Boomtown Rats. And uh, yeah, man, the, the, he made a bunch of phone calls and then he ended up hanging himself at the age of 37. Really, really sad documentary, but, but well done. Just another tortured soul who had a good soul. And then I don't know if it was the fame, his ego, the fact that uh, he had to travel so much because he was in such a big, giant band. But it all uh, contributed to him, you know, dying way, way too young. Yeah, the devil inside. That's a that's a great NXS song. What's your favorite NXS song? Give us a call right now. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, I think most suicide is guilt about something, you think? What's up, George Trapp? How are you? One Thing is your favorite NXS song? All right. Uh, Never Tear Us Apart was a great one. I liked uh, Mediate, where the band was like, you know, uh, going through cards. (laughs) And the one guy looks ridiculous in his leather pants as he's walking away. And the other guy couldn't like... Couldn't uh, flip his cards well enough, so they had to slow down the song. Is this too many details for you? That's That one's for the uh, the MTV generation. But, uh, yeah, Mediate is a good song, right? Oh, Kobe Bryant. Everyone's talking about Kobe Bryant. That was an emotional day yesterday. It continues to be an emotional day. I was trying to figure out why I was so affected by the death or the news of um, Kobe Bryant's death in that helicopter crash out there because I'm a huge basketball fan, but I never liked the Lakers being a Knicks fan. I also didn't like Kobe Bryant because I was a huge Michael Jordan fan. And I don't like the fact that uh, Michael Jordan's, you know, getting older. And then there's this young buck in the league. And now this guy's trying to become the next Michael Jordan. So I always I was always against Kobe Bryant, but I respected his talent. He was unfucking believable. And uh, when the news broke yesterday, like everyone else, we were all in shock because we're like, how is this possible? And then, you know, quickly it was obvious that fucking Kobe Bryant died in a helicopter crash alongside his daughter and seven others. Just absolutely tragic. And I'm like, why am I so bothered by this? And then it finally hit me that it's the whole... um, father-daughter angle that really just uh, just hit my soul deeply um, and that's why uh, that's why I'm just uh, I'm devastated by the news as far as and so many other people that are parents um, just terrible terrible news man terrible and the other families affected of course Ron of course they're not going to get the same exposure in the media but uh, you know I'm sure they're getting a lot of a lot of love and attention from their family and friends as well, but... you still going up in a helicopter? Oh, hell not! I've been in two helicopter rides, and uh, both creeped me the fuck out. And both were beautiful, too. One was basically right over uh, what you're looking at right now in this live video. I got a nice little helicopter ride of Manhattan from my wife. She surprised me with it, which is awesome because she hates flying. Um... That's how much she loves me. So she said, fuck my fear. I know he'll really enjoy this. And we did like a half-hour helicopter ride with like a glass bottom uh, so you could really see everything. And it was it was beautiful. It was awesome. But I don't know. The feeling I get when I'm in a helicopter just creeps me out because it just kind of kind of stutter steps is the only way I can explain it when it's not, when it's not uh, flying smoothly. And then the other time I did um, a helicopter ride was over the Grand Canyon with my brother, Brett, the owner of F.H. Riley's. 
And um, that was that was absolutely surreal. Being in the middle of the Grand Canyon in a helicopter looking down, it just did not look real. It looked like you were just looking down at a model. Um, but I remember being creeped out in that helicopter too. Wait, a 20-year resident in that Calabasas neighborhood said it was never that foggy. Well, obviously it's going to be pilot error. It looked like he completely fucking panicked. And I don't know what he was trying to do, but they're saying basically he crashed into a mountain. Yeah, I thought of Bill Burr immediately. I wonder how Bill Burr feels about this because he, he loves flying the helicopters. He probably would be in that school of thought that it is such a rare occurrence. And I would imagine he would continue um, uh, flying helicopters. But, yeah, the weather was not cooperating, man. And then, then Kobe's going to a, a game. He's going to coach his daughter, and his daughter wants to be just as good as Kobe and take on the family legacy. And the rumor was she was really, really good already at 13 years old. And then it turns out she died in that helicopter crash as well. Just, just terrible news. Just absolutely terrible news. How about the MSNBC report? I don't think it was an MSNBC reporter, was it? That clip's making the rounds, and I'm trying to figure out what she meant to say. Because sometimes when they say the N-word, you're like, oh, okay, I, I, I can see why that would slip out. The reporter that basically said Kobe Bryant from the Los Angeles, and then she said the N-word instead of saying uh, Lakers. It was MSNBC? Okay, fair enough. I'll, I'll take your word for that, Jeff. Do they fire that broad? Because you can't, I don't think you can work again if you do that. <laughs> Especially because everyone else is trying to go, trying to figure out, well, what word did she, she meant to say there? Because Lakers is, is not even close to the N-word. Oh, she apologized and they didn't fire her? Well, I mean, good for her. And good for her company. Suspended? Well, you got to suspend her because you got to calm everyone, you know, the F down. I don't know because I don't know her, but I mean, that would be crazy. That would be a crazy time to show how racist you are. I mean, that's just insane. But then everyone, as soon as they hear, you know, the mishap, they got to jump on Twitter and call her, you know, a racist and and this and that when it could have easily been just an honest mistake. So I, I, I I don't know, man. You should be fired for a mistake. You really think that? I don't know if you should be fired for uh, a mistake. Yeah, it was a heavy burktation. Very good. There's a there's a fan of the old show. All right, time to welcome a brand new sponsor to the Opie Radio podcast. It's VancheroWatches.com. You spell it V-I-N-C-E-R-O, watches.com. Use the promo code Opie for 15% off your entire order, and they will cover your shipping. Typically, finding a watch that is high quality, good looking, and precise costs a pretty penny. And Ventura Watches is here to change all of that. You got to check out their designs on their website. They're really, really nice. Ventura creates exceptionally crafted watches, and they do it without breaking the bank. There's a reason these guys have over 20,000 five-star reviews, because their modern watches will make you look good and feel unstoppable. And right now, they're offering you, as a listener, an exclusive 15% discount off your entire order. And they're going to cover all shipping costs if you use the code OPIE, O-P-I-E. Honestly, they have very unique designs that you won't find anywhere else. I'm excited about that. These watches, they're awesome. They get complimented every time. Uh, check them out for yourself, man. Go to VenceroWatches.com. You spell it V-I-N-C-E-R-O, watches.com. And use the code OPI at checkout for a special deal. 
You're not going to find a better made watch for this good of a price anywhere else. These things are so sharp, really nice. I'm telling you, they got collections ranging from dress watches to sports watches. Vincero has a style for every look, occasion, and price point. Even if you claim to not be a watch guy, Vincero has a style that will change your mind because they immediately establish the person who's wearing them, that's you, as the most ambitious and interesting person in the room. Oh yeah, that's you. All right, this is what you need to do. At least check out the watches for yourself. It's VincerOWatches.com. That's V-I-N-C-E-R-O, VincerOWatches.com. And use the promo code OPIE, O-P-I-E, to get 15% off your entire order. And don't forget, they cover your shipping as well. The deal is too good to pass up. Use the code OPIE, O-P-I-E, and welcome aboard to VincerOWatches.com. All right, where were we? Thoughts on people attacking Rogan. Why are they attacking Rogan? Because he's um, supporting um, Bernie Sanders. I don't give a fuck that Joe Rogan is uh, supporting Bernie Sanders. I, it just drives me nuts when a celebrity endorses a candidate and uh, the media makes it like it's a big deal. I, I like to think that we all have a, an open mind and we're free thinkers and we can make our own decision who we want to vote for as far as the presidency goes. Um, but I don't know. Those endorsements, for whatever reason, um, carry a lot of weight. They're calling him transphobic and attacking Bernie. Uh, where does Rogan, like, you know, fall as far as, like, the gay and the transgenders and the thems? I would imagine because he's a big sports guy that he's not happy when someone changes their gender and then gets to compete as, as a woman. I would imagine he's against that. Supposedly, there's, uh, there's going to be a bill introduced somewhere in America where that's going to be illegal. If you're like a transgender and you were born a male, biologically, if you were born a male, I don't know how to say this stuff. If you don't say it right, people get mad at you. And that guy that was wearing the lampshade at the Grammys, he's going to come after you. Uh, yeah, and then, and then you get us, you know, then you identify as a woman. And next thing you know, you could compete against other women. I, I, I don't completely know the science behind all that but my gut just says it's not fair but then uh you say it's not fair and then people just attack you because you're supposed to just accept everything in this world everything how about we don't accept everything because we still have questions and we gotta like understand it more right uh people getting attacked for not understanding yeah that's my big uh platform i don't like that you know, there's a lot of people that still need to be educated, and I really believe it comes down to hate. As long as you don't have hate in your heart, but you have questions still, I believe that should be okay in the year 2020. Um, but that is not a popular opinion. You're either on board or you're a scumbag. So, what do you guys think of the Grammys? That Lizzo is a big broad, huh? Are you allowed to say that? She's talented, though. I actually love that song, Truth Hurts. Very, very catchy. Lizzo, <laughs> Jordan, Jordan, Jordan Shepard, Jesus. This is why I like doing these things. You guys come up with great lines. Jordan says, and you can see it for yourself if you're reading the comments along with me, but he said that Lizzo is uh, trans fat. <laughs> oh my God, that's just crazy. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> very good, man. And, you know, she don't give a shit. She comes out, man. She's got shit just 
hanging out all over the place, and then our dances are just as big. Back in the day, we would call them messes, but you say that nowadays, forget it. Uh. <laughs> okay, okay. All right, Jesus, dude, relax. <laughs> no, she washes. She, she is, I don't know if she could get to every body part, but she, she washes. And then you hope the soapy water will cascade and do its job, right? <laughs> she doesn't have fleas? What's wrong with you guys? Uh, Lizzo can't wipe herself? I, I, I mean, you might be right. I don't know. I don't know how big you have to be where you officially can't wipe anymore. I mean, we could go with that a little bit. There's got to be an actual weight where you're officially too big to actually get that hand around to your your uh, behind. I wonder what that weight is. What do you think that weight is? When you start pushing into the 300s? Or is that still on the small side? Can you still wipe at 300? Come on. I know there's a few fatties in here. Come on. Be proud and help the room right now. Vice versa goes with 439 pounds. <laughs> okay. What's up, Vice, by the way? One of my regulars. Uh, yeah, you can wipe at 300. All right, see, we got a few uh, bigger people in the room, and they're saying, no, you can still wipe at 300. Okay. But, it's, but it gets a little tough at 300, right? A little bit. At that point, you're, you're wiping more of your upper crack than your, than your ground zero crack. Bubba, the love sponge, talked about being too fat to wipe. Come on. I'm going to do another podcast with him. I'm going to write that down and ask him. All right, we can get off this topic. Get a stick. <laughs> get a stick. <laughs> I suggest you just kind of, you know, roll up a towel, right? And then you go back and forth on that towel. And then you put that towel in the washer and you wash it. I'm the one in my family when my kids puke and have all sorts of bodily functions, right? I'm the one that takes it to... To like a, let's just say a shittier sink in my abode. And I'm the one that washes it out in the sink. I have no problem washing it. It's the only way to do it, man. Because a lot of parents, they just throw that stuff either in the garbage after your kid pukes in the middle of the night. Or they throw it in the washing machine. I wash it. I wash it out. I get right in there. Even sometimes with my nails. And I just scrub that sheet and get all the puke out. And then I throw it in the washing machine. I'm that guy in my family. That's the type of guy I am. I'm good at the washing. Uh, And I'm going to say washing a few more times because it just bothers people. (laughs) By the way, um, the Empire State Building had the Lakers colors last night. That was pretty, uh, pretty cool to see. It'll be really interesting to see what LeBron James does. I think they finally play again tomorrow night. Uh, that is going to be incredibly emotional because it's uh, it's at the Staples Center. But, I don't know. A lot of people screaming and yelling that they shouldn't have played basketball games last night. I, I think it was too late to cancel it. I think, I think in a way, uh, we needed to see that because it's tragic no matter what. And those guys all stepped up and showed nothing but respect for Kobe Bryant. And then they want uh, to change the NBA official logo. Um They've been trying to get that done forever, but man, they want to make sure people know that the logo is a white guy. And you know who the logo is, right? Anyone? Come on, I'll give you a little credit. Who is that uh, designed after? There you go. Jerry West, Dave Aaron, you get a prize. And now Jerry West comes in like crazy. I, I honestly think they should change the logo. 
I think they should make it the, the one of uh, Michael Jordan with the split, where his legs are split in midair as he's doing one of his moves, or I think that might have even been one of his dunks. I think that would be a cool logo. But uh, it's been going around Twitter today, like a, a logo that uh, could be cool if they change it to Kobe Bryant. But for whatever reason, they're going to keep it as um, Jerry West, which is so stupid. I hate tradition after a while. It's so dumb. Jerry West played when they had short shorts where, you know, you were really worried if you went up for a layup that your, your helmet head was going to fucking fall out of your shorts. And that's still the logo to this day. It doesn't represent the game. Even the move that he's doing doesn't really represent the game anymore. They should absolutely change that logo. I don't know what's behind why they haven't. I haven't read that much on it. But uh, Jerry West uh, shot underhand free throws. No, he didn't, Spider. Who wants to name the uh, underhand free throw uh, players? Let's go with three. We'll go with three and then we'll move on. Pete Maravich did not do underhand uh, free He might have. He might have in in a game or two just as a goof, but not on a regular basis. Jerry West did not do that, Frank. You want to say Rick Barry. There, okay, there you go. Rick Barry. We got one. Tamar, thank you. Wilt Chamberlain, thank you. Who gets the credit for Wilt? Uh, Benjamin Ash, who's been uh, very vocal in the room today. He's getting some, some comments in today. Shaq fucking tried the underhand free throw because he was a horrendous uh, free throw shooter. And his percentage actually went up. And he went back to shooting shitty because he thought he looked ridiculous doing the underhand. That's a true story. Yeah, and then there was the hack-a-shack. God, this guy knows his shit. Morley TV, give yourself a gold star. Yeah, then teams, you know, when the games were close uh, and uh, Shaq was on the court, he was a liability because they would just hack him. And they called it uh, the Shaq attack. And then he would go to the line and just hit, you know, shoot those damn bricks. And what else? And support the sponsors. Who are we supporting today? Uh, who was it on the podcast? Oh, uh, books.com slash Opie. That's B-O-U-Q-S, books.com slash Opie. Promo code Opie for like 25% off. They got a lot of stuff for Valentine's Day, not just flowers. And they're a really good company, and they support the podcast. So if you can, if you can support it and buy something, that'd be great. If not, I understand. And then, of course, the other sponsor is Blue Chew for your dick. You take the Blue Chew, and then you're not rolling uh, off your bed anymore in the middle of the night. All right, bluechew.com. That's the color blue, B-L-U-E, bluechew.com, promo code OP. And I think they're going to give you like a free uh, sample. You just got to pay like $5 for shipping or something so you can try this shit for yourself. Uh, George Trapp, uh, it's, it wasn't short. I want to make these about a half hour, just quick half hours every day just to say hi, you know, keep my chops up just in case that big radio job comes a call in. <laughs> I think I burned too many bridges. <laughs> oh, thank God I don't need the money. Uh, <laughs> I burned too many bridges. My phone's not a ringing, but that's okay. Ah, what are you going to do? I spoke my mind over the years. Uh, Chiefs, Chiefs, Chiefs. Yep, yeah, I'm going Chiefs. Uh, we love your insane rants. Go after Rogan again. I didn't go after Rogan. I just spoke my mind and I showed I was disappointed. And I think that video would have done damn well if I wasn't spinning around like a lunatic on the street, if you want to know the truth. But I was really bummed and hurt. Oh, God. As I get older, I'm just showing my emotions. I was bummed and hurt that he didn't do my podcast. 
to be quite honest with you. And then I blew it because the video was weird because I was like kind of kind of twirling around in the in uh, in the street like a damn ballerina. Why do you hate Louis C.K. now? Didn't you love him as a guest for years? I don't hate Louis Louis C.K. Why do you think I hate Louis C.K.? I think he's uh, you know I think he's a creep, but there's a lot of creeps out there. I'm disappointed he's just another guy though that you know these guys, oh my god and Amy Schumer and this goes uh, to Louis C.K. as well. This is what drives me nuts. So you know there was a time no one really. No offense to Louis, but, you know, uh, people weren't knocking down Louis C.K.'s door. And he was very, very talented and extremely funny. And, and I still think he's very, very talented and extremely funny, without a doubt. And I see him from time to time on the streets. And he's, uh, you know, he's very nice to me. It's, it's, it's more small talk. I'm not going to lie to you. But then the fame hits. And next thing you know, these, these guys move from the Opie and Anthony show. This is old business. And they go on Howard's show and they kind of forget about us. And that, that always drove me nuts. And this stupid Amy Schumer, she uh, recently credited Howard Stern and Judd Apatow for her career. And I'm like, what the fuck? Howard Stern only started having Amy Schumer on after Amy Schumer became pretty fucking huge. Know who was grinding it out with Amy Schumer back in the day? The Opie and Anthony show. And we don't get the fucking credit. Next thing you know, she's crediting Howard Stern for helping her career. Are you kidding me? That, that, that's the biggest fucking joke ever. Ever. Howard Stern wasn't even looking at her until she, she hit. I just hate when that shit happens. You know, you, you spend this time with, uh, with these people and you help, like, build their careers up. And then their careers take off. And next thing you know, they... They fucking forget you, you, you're even alive. This is why you're what? What? This is why you're infuriating? Why, why DC? Why? <laughs> why am I infuriating? I think a lot of people are agreeing with me. I hate, I used to hate when these guys would become bigger and next thing you know, they can't do our show anymore. Oh, the Howard rant every time. It's not a Howard rant, DC. It's more a, a rant about Amy Schumer. Take your fucking blindfold off. I wasn't trashing Howard. Howard had nothing to do with it. Amy Schumer was the one that recently posted that she wants to thank Howard Stern and Judd Apatow for, uh, you know, for helping her career. And my point is, Howard only had her on after she was famous. Everyone knows this, DC. Oh, my God. Read the comments in the room. They're agreeing with me. But still, uh, also leave Lewis alone. Leave Lewis alone. I, I think Lewis is fine. What are you talking about, leave Lewis alone? Oh, God. Thank you. I'm spitting facts. Of course I am. People hate my honesty for some reason. I don't know why they hate it. That's the truth about Schumer. I loved her. She was on our show, and she was really, really good. Next thing you know... She stopped doing our show, just did Howard's show, and then all of a sudden she changes history and it makes it sound like Howard Stern took a chance on her. That's just stupid and not true. Uh, okay. And now, your moment of zen. Oh.
Sorry I got a little worked up there. I apologize for that. I think I might need some Oprah Super Soul Sunday now to calm down. Maybe I could replay an episode she did with Eckhart Tolle. That'll get me back. Or should I go with Gary Zukoff? Seat of the Soul. Alright, I got decisions to make. Brother man, brother man! I am an idiot. Spell it out. I-D-I-O-T. I'm, uh... I'm talking to you from my studio, which doubles as my bathroom. I have more podcasts for you. But stupid me, who's been doing this since he was 18 years old, forgot to push record on his Zoom recorder. What is the Zoom recorder? Well, that's the high-quality machine I use to make this podcast sound great. So the next 10 or 12 minutes, I had to capture the audio off my stupid cell phone while I was live streaming. So at this point, I understand if you want to just say, you know what, I ain't dealing with this shit, Ope. And then maybe you could go listen to a Joe Rogan episode or a Bill Burr episode or you could check in with Burt Kreischer or Theo Vaughn or Chris Stefano and the History Hyenas. I would understand. But the next 12 minutes is pretty good. Honestly, the sound quality is not bad, but you're going to notice the difference is what I'm getting at. And I'm going to entice you because I'm going to play two very old Opie and Anthony clips because they came up in the discussion. I just wanted to jump in to say I'm sorry and next time I'll push record and I'll do better next time because I need this goddamn job. No, I don't. Uh, whatever. Uh, wow, England checking in. That is pretty damn cool, man. Uh, yeah, what's up with the coronavirus, man? I'm starting to get a little nervous about that thing. Or is it one of these other diseases... Uh, or illnesses that we've had in the past that go bye-bye after a while. Remember when the world was going to be taken out by the Ebola virus or the bird flu? What's some of those other viruses we had? My Corona, I like that. My Corona. SARS, that's right. SARS was supposed to take us out. The swine flu was supposed to take us out. Uh, is this the real deal or is it one of those other, uh, just like those other viruses? Anybody know? We got any doctors in the room? New York City's depressing. New York City is kind of depressing in winter. For the next month or so, we barely see the sun. The only place that was worse than this, uh, where I lived was Buffalo, well, and Rochester, Western New York. They don't see a lot of sun this time of year. That's the one thing I don't miss about Buffalo. There was a lot of clouds, a lot of great days in Buffalo. Uh, but I do miss having real winters. We were talking about that on the elevator the other day, but you mentioned global warming, people get pissed off, but this guy was like, hey, remember when we used to have winter? And this guy couldn't have been more than 40 years old. I mean, if if there's a guy that's 110 and he's in your elevator and he says, uh, remember when there used to be winter, then, then you might say, hey, you know, the weather patterns change over time. And we're going through one of those changes now. But if a guy that's barely 40 is saying that, that's, that's scary shit, right? And, and the only thing I'll say about global warming, it's very, very easy. It should not be a political issue. I think that's the biggest problem right now. You know, if uh, you believe in global warming, then you're a snowflake and a libtard and an asshole and a cocksucker and a fuckface. Uh, but if you don't believe in global warming, then you're just, you're just uh, the chosen one, aren't you?
barely 40. Is that a UB40 cover band? <laughs> See, this is why I said this yesterday. This is why I like doing these live streams. Global warming started for a few months last year. Then fall showed up. I get it. Well, it's stupid to call it global warming, obviously. It should be called climate change. That was a bit sneaky as well because you can't argue, you know, when all of a sudden your temperatures in your town or city drop down to like single digits. And then you get those assholes that go, oh, what about your global warming? And you have to sit there like an idiot because you have no comeback because <laughs> it's called global warming. <laughs> Hey, what's your comments on Ari Shafir? All right, so I still don't know what's going on with Ari Shafir. Did he, did he make tasteless Kobe uh, Bryant jokes? Somebody fill me in on the Ari Shafir thing. I, I'm assuming that's what it was, right? Which is some of that low-hanging fruit. I mean, if you want to make fun of Kobe Bryant's death, so be it, I guess. But it's a very easy uh, thing to do to get uh, attention for yourself. I'm not stupid. I know how that game is played. Not a great joke. Well, I mean, that's the other thing. If you're going to go down that road, you better make damn sure it's a great joke. Uh, he said he should have died sooner. Oh, because of the Me Too thing? Uh, uh, I, I mean, I, I honestly don't uh, know how that played out in the end. It seemed like all parties were happy with how that ended. Uh, I'm not defending Kobe Bryant on that. But I, I will say this, you know, he definitely, for whatever reason, got a second chance. Um, and he certainly made the best of it, that's for sure. None of, us, none of us are perfect. A lot of us have very different layers. And uh, I respect Kobe because he absolutely got a second chance. And uh, he was a model citizen. He was a mentor. He was a hero. And he certainly helped a lot of people. He obviously was a a great family man after that so uh that's my thoughts but it's really weird how that whole thing went away it went bye-bye pistol pete is my favorite basketball player of all time another guy that died really young by the way pete maravich i remember uh i was living in rochester new york when that news came in and i i was devastated because he was like one of my heroes growing up and one of the reasons why i played basketball and i uh I kind of like copied his style, although, you know, I mean, he was Pete Maravich and I was Greg Opie Hughes. Um, but it turns out, man, I, I don't know if you know the Pete Maravich story, but they're basically saying that he shouldn't have lived past 18 years old. He was missing a major artery to his heart that they only found out after he died when they did his autopsy. That's incredible considering, you know, at what level he played at uh, in the NBA. Pistol Pete, coolest nickname in sports? Ah, what about Dick Trickle? Gotta go Dick Trickle. Well, that's the dirtiest name, right? Are we going dirtiest name or coolest nickname? What was your favorite years from ONA? That is a great question. I would say uh, 95 to 98 in Boston, because it was all new and exciting. And me and Anthony were on the same page, running on all cylinders. Although we got way better after our Boston days, but uh, those years were very exciting as the whole thing was exploding. You know, now everybody knows uh, the names Opie and Anthony, but that was a time when people were like, Opie, Anthony, what the fuck is this, you know? And then I would have to go with um, eh, the first two years at NEW, so that would be 98 to 2000. 
2000 got a little rough because that's when it really started with me and Anthony not really getting along anymore. And then we took a little break when we got fired and we had to sit out two years. So then when we got back in 2004, there was hope that we could get along again. And we kind of did. So I would say the, the first year or two at uh, Sirius XM um, were pretty special and fun too. And then honestly, it just becomes <sighs> a bit of a blur, unfortunately. So hope I answered your question. Dude, I see. If I say Bobo would be an amazing second mic, would you would you stop writing that over and over again? Is that how that works? Because I'd appreciate it. Because, I, I mean, I can't even work off that. It's just, it's just, that's just like a mosquito just buzzing around, and you don't know where it is because you know you want to smash its fucking little mosquito head and watch the blood squirt out everywhere, but you can't because you don't know where it is. Thank you, Michael. He's laughing now. All right, thank you. And now we're <laughs> see this is why I can't acknowledge I'm not dumb. I really am not dumb. Now everyone's saying that Bobo would be a great second mic. Bobo is fun. We got a lot of great bits out of the guy. He was fun for the show. For the show. I can't say I don't like him. I can't say I like him. I I literally you guys think about all this stuff way more than me. You never liked him? Nah, Bobo was, you know, Bobo gave a lot of great radio. You know, that clip of him naked and getting hard and soft uh, on the dime, depending on what we were talking about, it, it goes down as one of the greatest things I've ever seen on radio. And Patrice is in the room and we're showing, you know, Patrice, Bobo's special talent, getting hard and soft on, on a dime. And Patrice, uh, that laugh from Patrice, I'll never forget. He lost it when he finally realized what the hell was going on. He didn't need that blue chew. Hell nah. All he needed was you to talk about how hot a girl is. And it would and it, and it would happen instantly, within seconds. And then you ask him about the Mets, and the thing would just deflate dramatically really quickly. It was insane. Oh, yeah, of course. The lady that she'd slide those little thong panties off to uh, the motel. Does she wear a bra? Yeah, but you know what I might do to get her the next time I'm at the dress factory? I might get her one of those. Uh, those uh, you can take it, that thing. You can say she another phone or with Sarah Jessica Parker oh my god acts wise we were making fun of Sarah Jessica Parker um, we basically said that she looks like Ruth Buzzy 
everyone else thought she was so hot and so sexy and and uh what's the name of that show the show about uh uh sex in the city yeah sex in the city everyone thought she was like just ridiculously hot and we used to make fun of her all the time you know did the basics she looks like a horse face she looks like uh ruth buzzy blah 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 Next thing you know, our producers, I forget who came into the studio, they said, uh, Sarah Jessica Parker's on the line. And uh, and we're like, yeah, whatever. So we, you know, we just assumed it was one of you idiots setting me and Anthony up, you know? And then we quickly realized that it was Sarah Jessica Parker and she was giving us a beating, saying, you, you know, you never know if the person you're making fun of is listening and I'm listening, I'm in the trailer, getting ready for, you know, some shoots today and, and I have to hear this on the radio. It's just not nice. And me and Anthony were just like, uh, we folded so quickly, which I thought was the, the thing to do, to be honest with you. Let her get, you know, the best of us. And then she invited us down to the set. And then how the bit was going to go, me and, me and Anthony, we were gonna, we were gonna hire male models to just show up on the set with roses and say that, you know, and tell them to say they're, they're Opie and Anthony. But then in the end, you know, the bit just died out naturally. But uh, I'll never forget that. She called us on our shit. Bravo to Sarah Jessica Parker. Sarah Jessica Parker. Hey. Hey. Who's this? You're not Sarah Opie Jessica and Anthony. Parker. Oh, these are the fellas that were just uh, trashing me. Are these the guys? Are you Sarah Jessica Parker? I am indeed. Now, how do you prove that? How do I prove it? I don't know. How does one prove their um, identity with the phone? It does sound a lot oh like you. I got to say that. Do you listen to our radio show? No, I don't. As a matter of fact, my trailer driver had it on, and I was fortunate enough <laughs> to The timing was absolutely, just absolutely beautifully fortuitous for me. Sarah, Jessica, I got to say, your performance on the MTV Movie Awards... Fantastic. <laughs> I thought you did a great job. I loved the costume changes. Especially you're, the one at the end. You're such a puss, Ant. What? It's Sarah Jessica Parker. You don't have the balls to actually say to me what you said to your <laughs> maybe limited audience? Come on, buddy. Limited audience? Come on. We have. A, we get more people listening to this show than watching that Sex in the City. Really? Yeah. Hey, I, Are I, you certain of that? Positive. I watched... What's the, the, hey, guys, listen, listen. I, I watched hey, the... Take the, it easy. <laughs> it's all right. You're in, absolutely entitled to an opinion. I just thought it'd be... Hel I just thought it, maybe I'd put a human face to... Uh, you know, some trash talk, and I thought it would be helpful to you to actually make it less abstract and more of a person. I thought I thought you were really hot in L.A. Story. Hello? Jeez, that means the world to me. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so what do you guys do? You're DJs on the air in New York City? Yeah, yeah. You're yeah. chat show hosts? Yeah, that, that's all we, we do. We're not yeah. as famous as you or anything. No. You know. But listen, what I wanted to do, what I actually wanted to do, because wow. I actually don't know you guys, and I don't actually listen the radio only because I don't have time, not because I'm an elitist or I think I'm above it. Why don't you come I, simply to, why, why, don't, I, I simply don't listen to the radio that much. Yeah. But what I thought I might do, since you've hurt my feelings so terribly, <laughs> and since I actually am a person with feelings, um, and you seem to have an idea about me that I'm sort of hideous and awful. Perhaps what I do, let me finish, fellas. What does she want to do? Let me have mine. Perhaps what I do is I would invite you to the set if you're interested in coming. We're shooting in New York City, as you know, with our tiny little audience show called Sex in the City, which is just bigger than ever. I but saw anyway. the season uh, premiere, and I, I enjoyed the whole Staten Island thing you guys did this past uh, week. Thank you. Well, thanks. That's big of you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> what I thought I'd do is, if you guys are brave enough, I thought perhaps you might want to come to the 
set and pay a visit and actually see that I'm not a deformed, awful-looking person. Oh, my wait, 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 And actually, 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 actually forced me to toot my own horn, and I will say this. We didn't take it that far. I've never been one that has been accused of being stilted in her speaking. I've made numerous appearances on Letterman for God knows how many years. Sarah, you seemed a little stiff. Sarah. I'd hardly be accused of being a stiff person. we're just too... Let me just tell me this. We're just two schmucks on the radio. Let her finish. And I think that perhaps if you met me, you might actually just discover that you like me. And you you wanna, might actually be on my side. You want to come down today? We're uh, no, no, no. We I work eighteen hours a day. I think you have to come here. I think that's the best you can do as men is to trod your little feet down to my set, come visit me, and say hello. <laughs> Oh, uh, look, now now she made me feel all bad. I know. Well, you should. You, should. you guys take pot shots, and you don't realize we're people. Let, let Whether me, or not you knew you had the Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. We didn't say you were hideous or anything. Yes, you did. Not really. We just yes, said... you absolutely, just, without question, inferred that calling me Ruth I, Buzzy, calling me old. I thought it was quite flattering when I said you're, you're starting to look like Ruth Buzzy. You damn people aren't supposed to listen to these goddamn shows. You really think, we're whoever just, you are, whichever one you are, you really think that calling somebody Ruth Buzzy is a flattering comment? <laughs> <laughs> you need to get out more often, it, my friend. It's called humor. We're just trying to have fun. You think people that heard that comment really go, I oh, yeah, she's looking like Ruth Buzzy? Like. Oh, we're, 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 we're heinous. We're heinous. We're heinous. I imagine you are, and so you're still lashing out so with rage. That's what it is. So we're, with we're, rage you are. Come on, boys. Come over to the set one day. We're, we're two just, you know, radio talk show hosts. You shouldn't, Don't be scared you shouldn't, of me. You shouldn't, Don't be scared of me. I'm not scared. You're going to have Matthew punch us in the nose? Matthew is so above punching you two in the nose. Wow, we yeah. got it. We got to you. We're, who are we? You're like a, a big, famous Hollywood star. We're just you two see, local uh, shock jocks. People actually are real people with feelings, and they yeah. work really hard. And granted, do I am I a flawless person? But no, do I go and fix it and become something else? I'm not. That's who I am. And All right. Can we, play, can we play What's in Sarah Jessica Parker's Pants oh, right yeah. now? It's a game we play. I think it would be a good way to uh, break the ice and, and make peace. It, it, you, you take the phone. Sarah? And uh, rub it on your most intimate of areas, and we guess how you're groomed. <laughs> Let me ask you a question. Yes. Let me ask I you. I can't believe we I'm got thinking, you. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. to know. You just made my you, day. That, aren't you guys <laughs> kind of delighted to know that when you actually trash someone, that there's actually a, a person listening? And they have feelings. No, I hate that. I hate that. Yeah, it we're gonna have to reevaluate. Kind of make you feel badly. We're gonna have to reevaluate the entire program now. It kind of makes you feel like. Crap, doesn't it? Honestly, no, it doesn't. It's so easy to do. No, Sarah, Sarah, if you if you let us talk, it doesn't it doesn't change my opinion at all. I don't care. We're just trying to have fun and make no. people laugh. We're just two local shock jocks. You're a Hollywood star, and we got. I'm to. not a Hollywood star. I'm a New Yorker. I've lived here my whole life. Yeah. All right. I'm a working actress. That's what I am. You're not. But I dig. I dig that you put me on the air. Yeah. I dig that you put me on the air, and I'm not saying you're not entitled. It's the first thing I said. I just want you to know are, there's a person. Are you gonna, there's a person attached. Are you going to cry? No, 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 no. I'm a grown woman. She won't cry. Maybe, maybe secretly we think you're really hot and we're frustrated that we you guys can't. You want to come you. visit me? And we or can't no? have have sex with you or something. We'll come visit oh, you as right. long. Don't go overboard. We'll, we'll you come... guys want to come visit? I'll come visit you as long as you don't like you know get us beat up or anything. No, I just want you to meet the crew and I want you to meet everybody that I work oh, with. Oh, that's gonna just be ugly. And then we'll get all beat It'll up. Be and ugly? Why not? Why not come and be in my environment? How about we come meet? On, how about we meet in the middle somewhere? Neutral territory? Yes. Like Sweden? Man, I, I'm starting to like you all of a sudden. Like Sweden? She's feisty. You're feisty. I like that. Well, Ru Ruth Buzzy never... Women, unattractive women tend to be feisty. No, Ruth Buzzy <laughs> never gave me a boner. You do. 
Okay. Um, please, fellas, don't, 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 don't try to backpedal that much. No, we're not. We're stupid. not backpedaling. You're, just, you're getting on our good to, side. I wanted you to know that there's actually a human being connected when you guys. I know it's funny and I know it's charming and it's amusing to the listeners and 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 I uh, laughed how, at things in the past too. But I just want you to know there's a person. That's all. Opie's that's the all. mean one. I'm nice. Mm -hmm. No. I don't know which one's which, and I sort of don't care because you guys sort of did a tag team thing. No, you you care because you called in. Now, now I do care. I do care what so you said. So you just heard our voices in the background in between, uh, you know, filming Sex in the City and went, oh, Are my you? God, they're talking about me? Where where were you when you heard uh, us trashing you? We're shooting downtown um, on Chamber Street right? in the surrogate court building, which means I'm surrounded by authority. Right. Mm. Um, so anyway, I have to go to the set. They're calling me to the set. But I just wanted to... Can we, can we have all our listeners bring down flowers to apologize or something? Mm. <laughs> I want you to bring down flowers. They didn't do anything wrong. They're just happy listeners. Uh, trust yeah. me, I, I think. Right? Huh? No, they're they're on our side. They, they all feel the same way. You feel Jesus. No, 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 no. Someone on line nine is calling us pussies. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, guys, you can't win. Because now um, we're back. Listen, thank you, thank you for letting me call. Your men for listening. I appreciate it. And I'm dead serious when I say come down to the set and visit. You don't have to come today. We're shooting till mid-August. We're right. here in New York City. Could you hold on? Our producer will just get info. If you could just give it yeah. to somebody on, on that end, and right. we'll try so to figure something out. I look out. forward to meeting you. And, and I, I secretly do watch Sex in the City, even though yeah. I can't admit it on the radio show. <laughs> it's kind of a chick show. No, and, it's not, man. And you no. are the hottest on the show. The blonde, I don't like at all. She was naked in the firehouse well, this week. These are the people I work with. I dig her. I dig her. Yeah, but you I... trash talking to me. I'm not going to jump on your side. Just no, but she, I'm, just, I'm just giving my opinions again. Like, I, right, she was, but don't she was naked me. through that whole first episode, and I wasn't, I wasn't feeling it. I was hoping you were going to get naked with that politician. The I'll never get naked. I never have, and I never will. No? <laughs> yeah, it was pretty no. close last night uh, on the uh, movie awards. All right, why doesn't your producer get the information so I can go to set and not get fired? Okay. All right, thanks, guys. All right, thank you. Bye. Bye. Oh, man. There she goes, Sarah, Sarah Jessica, Jessica Parker, Parker. <laughs> calling in. Well, you know, she's got some balls there. Comes calling up and defending herself. Man, this show has come a long way. We, you know, we. It used to be safe where we could trash people and it, it never gets back to them. But yeah, now, I think our audience is getting too big. <laughs> yeah, we gotta leave this city. If we were in. Tallahassee, you know, no one would care. They go line two, Sarah Jessica Parker. I'm like, there's no way it's Sarah Jessica Parker. It's Sarah Jessica Parker. <laughs> <laughs> Yelling at us. Opie. Yeah. You should be a little nicer next time. <laughs> the scary thing. I, I bet you we go down there and we see her and we just go, oh my God, she's knockout gorgeous. She's so hot, yeah. You know? <laughs> oh. <laughs> she just made us eat crow practically. Screw the rat. Yeah, I know. <laughs> it's so hard to just... Because everyone can call up and say, You guys are pussies, why don't you... You know, it's one thing to say stuff on the air. It's another when they call up and call you on it to, like, keep going. I think we held our own, though. Oh, I didn't yeah. back down too much. No, I, I totally pussied out. <laughs> I, I gotta be honest with you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, wow. I totally pussied out. I do like it when her hair is down. When she pulls it back, it's not as uh, sexy, Anthony. Yeah. But we love Sex in the City, right, Ant? It's one of my favorite shows. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe she heard us dressing her. Um, hey, are there any other celebrities listening today? We'd love to hear from you, and we'll give you, give you our opinion on you. I think uh, all next week we dedicate the ONA show to Sarah Jessica Parker. Yes.
It'll be the We Love You, Sarah Jessica, all week next week. <laughs> okay, we could do we'll that. We'll get a sky rider. We'll put a heart up uh, over Central Park. We'll get our listeners to send flowers down send to flowers, the set. Make up some uh, bumpers saying that this week is the Sarah Jessica Parker uh, <laughs> Love Fest. tribute week. Love, Love Fest week. Oh, boy. Earthquake today in PR. Actually, earthquake in uh, Jamaica, uh, Cuba, uh, and uh, Cayman Islands, I believe, right? A 7.7, and now there's uh, tsunami warnings. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, Andrea knows. Andrea's our weather girl. She, she ain't going to let that slide. The earthquake was closest to Jamaica, I believe. Good riddance, KC and NorCal. Good riddance to what, KC? Good riddance to Cuba? Ah, you're one of those fucking racist assholes? Yuck. You're sleepy, KC? All right. I mean, all that all that racism, like, just pouring through your, your arteries and making you tired. They're gunking up your soul. <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh... There's too much racism in you. Late night client meetings, you know. All right, Casey, you're going with it. I appreciate that. Good for you. You're watching the Golden Girls? It's not a bad watch. That's not a bad watch. Say the N-word. Hell nah. I feel like everyone should be able to say it, though. I really do. I think, I, I think giving words power is just completely ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. When you start saying stuff like, you know, we could say this word... And I'm talking about many words now, but you can't say that word because you don't have the experience. Uh, putting power behind words like that is, I, I, I don't think that's uh, beneficial for our society. All right, now I'm just babbling. I know when I'm just babbling. Guys, uh, have a great night. A lot of cool people in here. I appreciate it. And, uh, and we'll do it again tomorrow.